Welcome into episode 25 of the Godly Young Men Podcast, a very special edition right. of the Godly Young Men Podcast. 25, baby. We wanted to do something special for episode 25. Right. We've got a really special topic today, and so I actually have to tell this story. So we were, <laughs> we were going to have our wives on for this episode. Full disclosure, we're talking about how to choose a godly wife, and we were like, hey, what better you know episode Brilliant. to have our wives on than how to choose a godly wife? And uh, yeah, they didn't really want to be on the, the podcast <laughs> So they said maybe next time. Which, Bumps on a log, man. Yeah, we all know what maybe what. next time means. Yeah. Um, and so we got our backup plan here. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> Luke, my youngest brother, is joining us for today's episode. Uh, I'm super, I don't want to speak for you. I'm super excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I think this is going to be really cool because one of the things that um, we're going to be talking about today is kind of what the world tells young men to look for in wives. Um, or as far as potential wives. And then, more importantly, obviously, we want to talk about what does a godly young man look for in a wife. And so we thought it'd be helpful to have the perspective. I mean, we're both married already, and right. so we know what we looked for. But we thought it'd be kind of helpful to have somebody's perspective um, who's not married, yeah. who is still several years away from marriage, um, but who has got to be thinking about it, you know, at least to some extent. And so, um, also, it's Luke's birthday today. That's right. So, happy, happy birthday. birthday to Luke. Um, happy birthday. I'd sing for you, but I don't think that'd be a gift. No, I don't think we do. I don't think we want yeah. you to sing. Yeah, no, no, no we're good, Joe. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You wouldn't want me to sing either. Um, but happy birthday. We're glad you're here. Um, Joe, I'm going to hand it to you yeah. um, to kind of intro what we're, what we're talking about today. Sure. So episode 19, we talked about how to lead a, a family, how to lead your wife, um, which was a very important episode. I mean, I, I it was part of an arc of leading the family and, and leading your wife. But before you ever do that, you got to know how to pick a wife, right? So we're in this particular arc of choosing things. We talked about choosing a career in episode 24. Um, we're going to have choosing good friends in episode 26. But for episode 25, because it's a special one, because we are we made it to the 25 mark, we're pretty excited about it. Because we have Luke on, um, we definitely wanted to talk about choosing a godly wife and that again, is kind of the precursor to coming up into leading this family. Um, if you pick poorly, leading a family and leading your wife is going to be very, very difficult. And unfortunately, you see that a lot, where a guy rushes into marriage, he picks poorly, and kind of pays the price for it. Like his wife never really does come along and, and believe in the same vision, and they do this for basically right. the entirety of the marriage. It's really sad to and see. And we don't want to understate how big of a decision this right. is. Um it really is the second most important decision you'll ever make. It, it is such a, an influential factor on whether or not you will stay faithful That's right. as a, whether or not you'll stay a godly young man, yeah. you know, whether or not you will raise your family to be faithful. And so we're going to have fun with this episode. We're going to talk about some fun stuff, but we do want to treat this with the seriousness that it deserves because man, it is such a big decision. And you're not too young to start thinking about it either. Right. And we wanted to make sure that that's, you might say, man, I thought this was for basically 15 year olds, 15 to 25. First off, second off, I really don't think you're too young at any point to start thinking about what do I want in a godly wife? And and you'll hear the parents, I used to think it was so cheesy. Yeah, I've been praying for your spouse since you were four. And you're like, are you serious? That's just weird. And now that I'm a dad, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get right. it. You know, I'm praying right. for, for Harrison and Lachlan to find good spouses. And so you do. And this is something that your parents have been praying for all the way up. There's a lot leading into this, as you mentioned, the second most important, first obviously being baptism, but the second most important decision you make. So no, there's no too early of a time to start thinking about what we're even looking for. Yeah. So one hand to Luke here. Um, again, we want to frame this with what is the world? What is society telling young men to look for in a wife? Because it's very different than what 
God's word tells us we should look for. You hear that that phrase wife material, right? Yeah. So Luke, I'm going to ask you what have you heard? You're not a big social media guy, but like you're in the world, you're in society. What have you kind of been told by the world to look for in a spouse? What is what is wife material for a lot of guys your age? Yeah, so a lot of um, the whole world has a lot of influence on what young people think. And a lot of times, world saying, you know, go for that super hot model, the, <laughs> the most athletic, fit, cutest girl that you can get. And um, yeah, that's just, that's just one of the things that the world thinks. And, um, you know, necessarily if that's true or not, we'll, we'll get to a little bit later, but, um, well, social media drives that so much, right? Like, you know, the selfies and, and TikTok and everything is about looking a certain way, looking cute. And you're trying to, what do they call them? Like thirst traps or I don't even know, like maybe that is correct. I'm, I'm hardly on social media, media I really am correct. Thirst trap is correct. Yes. But you're trying to like get these young guys, right. To be as interested in you based on what your great personality. Of course not. All externals. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. Not to cut you out. It's all about me. That's, that's a big thing. Um, another thing that I think is a big one is that that girl boss that I'm independent. Mm. I can do what I want. I don't need a man in my life. Yep. That's that's a really big one that I think a lot of these girls are buying into because um, so much influence in the world. So much. it's interesting though. So yeah, I, I think girls are buying into that for sure. What do you? And I'll swing it back to you in a second. And let Joe comment. Do you think guys are looking for that? Um, because mm-hmm. I I do. I actually think there are a lot of guys that are kind of drawn to the um, the uh, what's this? What's it? Neo song Miss Independent that was a big hit back in like oh, 08 or something. But it's that idea You're too of like young for that. I know, I know. <laughs> it's the idea like she takes care of her own stuff. Yeah. She's her own own woman and you know she doesn't she doesn't need me she wants me right Right. you hear that a lot and so it's interesting he brings that up i do think that actually is something a lot of guys look for yeah no i agree i think the let's be honest there is something appealing about confidence girls fall into the same thing the guys that treat them like trash that are ultra confident it used to be like the leather jacket the fawns right that's the look the james dean the bad boy girls are interested in that they're attracted to that why Jordan Peterson gets into this and has a lot of fascinating things to say about it, but ultimately, I think they're drawn to a guy who shows a lot of confidence, and yes, borderline arrogance, and a lot of times it tips over into arrogance, but somebody who knows what they're about and who knows what they want. That is attractive on the other side, but what the world says that girl or that guys want is this girl boss that basically, she doesn't need a man, she could do anything, but I'm going to be the one that kind of domesticates her, like, good luck, buddy. I mean, that's not how it works, but what are your thoughts? There's also a side to that where some guys may think, oh, she doesn't need a man. I don't got to do much. Mm. I can just, I can just <laughs> sit back, point. relax, that's and let her take, take the reins. So that's a big one. That's a really good point, actually. Yeah. Um, another one we have on here on the list is, of course, she's super fun all the time. She's laughing with the guy. She's kind of one of the guys. Super um, outgoing. Super yeah. outgoing, exactly. She makes friends with everybody. But you have this one where, like, she plays games with the guy. She's a gamer, right? And she gets along. She cuts up with my buddies and, and just has a you great see this, time with You see everybody. this a lot in the, the obviously very worldly society. The girl that drinks beer with the guys right. is like such Burps a... Burps with know, the guys yeah, and just, you know, acts like so she's dumb. a guy. And, oh, that's the best, you know, because she's one of the guys like... She's supposed to be separated from that. <laughs> right. Otherwise, why don't you just have a best friend that's a guy, that's a guy right. that you know you do things with? And I don't know. Here's one, and I'll let Luke take the next one, um, or, or one of the next ones we have. What about the uh, the idea of the girl that she she says what she thinks? She speaks her mind. She <laughs> she wears yeah. her heart on her sleeve, right? You, you hear that in a lot of songs. That the girl that you know, she always says what's on her mind. She she speaks her mind. She's just very you know out there with what she thinks, yeah. and it's like. 
maybe that's not the best thing in the world, you know? Like, not that we should just be silencing women or yeah, no. no jokes from, from this corner over here. But, like, <laughs> you know, the whole idea, well, she always says what she thinks. You probably shouldn't always be saying what you're thinking. A lot of times it shows poor judgment. Yeah. Right? They have no self-control where it comes out and it's like, well, I just said it. Okay? But who has to deal with the fallout? And you see this in marriages where a woman comes out and she says something like really harsh or whatever it may be and then she stands behind her husband and her husband's got to take the arrows and it's like really you don't want a woman like that who just speaks her mind willy-nilly flies off at the tongue because hey that's just who she is and she's tough there's nothing godly about that there's a quiet and gentle which we'll get into but the quiet gentle that goes completely against it so it's not that a woman shouldn't be able to speak her mind it's the way she goes about it and the way the world looks at it is if it if a thought enters her brain it's worth saying that doesn't go for any human being. No human being has complete, total ability to think a thought and say it and have it be absolute gold, Midas touch. It doesn't work that way. Um, another one is super smart. You know, knows everything. And you're kind of seeing this, like, checklist to where, you know, she's super outgoing, she's super fun, she looks really good, she's smart, and it's this list that all these guys are trying to hit, and that's mm -hmm. why it's so dangerous is because that's just unrealistic. Yeah, and on that point, it's like we talked about um, a few episodes ago virtual promiscuity about you know yeah. messaging Snapchat and dozens of girls about how it fosters this attitude of like discontentment. Yeah, I think a lot of what Luke's just said there kind of ties into that. Like, I've got to find the girl that hits. You know, if I can find a girl that hits six out of the ten on my checklist, what if? Oh, well, there's a girl that hits seven out of the ten. Yeah. There's a girl that hits nine. Let me. You know, it, it, it's very again just yeah. kind of creates attitude of discontentment. And that's really where we want to wrap up this list of like, here's what the world tells you to look for. Really, it can be summed up by a woman that makes you happy. Mm. That's that's what the world says yep. to look for. She makes me happy. Um, I really enjoy my time with her. Um, she's all a about friend when happiness. I need her to be. She's a sexual partner when I need her to be. She cleans up when I need her to. She stays quiet when I need her to. It's like he said a second ago, all about me. That's, that's what it's exactly about. exactly yeah. it. Makes me happy. It's all about me. That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Um, we wanted to lay that out first of here's what guys Luke's age, 15 year olds are, um, being told to look for, whether that be through social media, whether that be from their peers, right. They're kind of like rivaling each other about who they're, who they're talking to, who they're going after. And it is kind of like a, you know, who's got the best looking girl type of thing that I know young guys do that. And so that's what the world thinks. Obviously we want to devote the majority of this episode to here's what godly young men should look for right. And we're not going to come on here and, and, and say the, the thing that drove me nuts that um, I've heard people say, which is stuff like, you know, Joe or Luke looks don't matter when you're, when you're looking for a wife <laughs> looks, looks don't matter. It's all about, you know, da, 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 it's da. shallow. If, if you're only going, for that's just vain. Like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's all shallow. That is not true. We are not going to come on this podcast and say just blatantly incorrect stuff like right. that. Um, is it shallow to only go for the hottie who has no any of the other qualities? No yes. substance. Yes. Is it shallow to look at somebody and say I not attracted? I'm not attracted. Yeah. No. You have to be. You're going to be yes. sleeping with this person for Lord willing the rest of your life. Right. Like, oh, she's got a great personality. We make that a joke, <laughs> and it's kind of you know. But truly, I think a lot of parents and a lot of older people kind of push that of look shouldn't matter that much. Not true. E not true. And easier said than done because, again, you have to look at this person every single day of your life. Every day. Yes, looks do matter. Are they the everything? Like they have to be the hottest person, 10 out of 10, make everybody jealous that walks by? No. But do they have to be somebody you are physically attracted to? Yeah. Absolutely. And so and that 
we're not going to come on here and say stuff like that or right. say, you know, that they have to, you know, read eight chapters of the Bible every day or something right. like that. You know, ultra, ultra spiritual. Yeah, we're and not never saying that, that stuff. Thought, what yeah. we're going to be really talking about is these are traits to look for. Right. These are character, character traits, qualities yep. to look for that a godly young man should look for in a wife. We've got obviously some very serious ones on here. We've also got some maybe less serious ones that we want to talk about. Um, but Joe, I want to hand it back to you as far as what we do want to explain before we get into this list of what godly young men should look for. We have to be very careful with this checklist type of stuff. That's right. I mean, we're about to give you a, a, a list of things that we think are great to look for. You can't treat it like a checklist. That's right. So I'll tell a quick story. I know somebody who had a checklist, a uh, long checklist of all the things that they were looking for in a spouse, and they got into a relationship, and... Um, the person hit like 95% of everything on the checklist. It did not work out. So from that perspective, and and kind of caused them to say, maybe I need to readjust my checklist a little bit. I don't think this was accurate. Um, that's the danger of going off checklist. That's number one. Number two, in my opinion, it creates this sense of, well, as you already talked about, uh, discontentment on, okay, they've, they've hit this, but somebody else over there, wow, there's this one. And number three, it doesn't leave room for growth. And this is the biggest one, is it doesn't leave room for growth. And I know people that, you know, at 21 years old, well, you know, she's just, she doesn't do all of these things. Okay, she's 19. Like, she's not going to be um, Elizabeth Elliot, right? Which, Google, if if you don't know I don't who think that I is. even know who that is. No? Elizabeth Elliot. Um, Elizabeth Elliot? Okay. No. No, nope. never mind. Sorry, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Um, but anyway, Luke, do you know who Elizabeth Elliot is? No, I think Joe's old. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You're not even in my general. I'm a millennial. I think you skipped another. You're what? Is he alpha? You cannot be alpha, right? Gen Z. Two thousand eight. Either way, brutal. That brutal. <laughs> no, just kidding. Elizabeth Elliot. Anyway, missionaries wrote a book. Google. Google no, files. it is now. Jim Elliott's wife, right? There you go. Okay, okay, got there it. Anyway, go. continue. Sorry. I don't know where T.S. comes from, T.S. Elliott. A lot of Elliots out there. Either way, and I could be wrong on Elizabeth Elliott, and they look it up, and they're like, <laughs> some poet from the 1700s? Like, who is? What is he talking about? I don't know. Either way, the idea of the list, um, yeah, I just, I, I think there's a major problem with you're not marrying a 40-year-old in a 20-year-old's body. She's got it all together. She's perfect in all of these, all of these areas. What we're looking for is somebody who can gradually grow into these things. So be aware of that. As we're talking about it, wow, she doesn't check off all these boxes. She wears some immodest things. You know what? Does she have a heart to change? We'll get into that. But, you know, the things that we're looking for, can she grow into it? And I think that's so key when you're looking at a list is not to judge them based off of who they are today as much as based off of who they will be tomorrow. Does that make sense? And real real quick on that... Um... A big way to develop a really good relationship with the person that you are hopefully going to marry is growing in those ways. So mm. if you don't have, if they're hitting all the boxes and there's no room to grow, then maybe that relationship will be just a little bit shallower because you're not getting those experiences. That's, that's, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, let's get into this list. As uh, we do have a lot of things on here, and again, these are things to think about. These are not necessarily, you know, you're getting your notebook and, and writing down okay okay gotta have all these things obviously we hope you take notes that'd be great but like joe said maybe they're maybe they have areas they need to work on. i mean i'm looking at this list and you know if i'm looking at it from a guy you know what i need to work on I, i'm sure i don't have every single one of these right. things right and so these are areas that we need to consider because they are important let's start with the most important um you need to look for a girl who is spiritually minded mm. you need to look for a girl who 
She has her own relationship with God. You see this a lot um, with young people, right? They don't really have a relationship with God. They don't have their own faith. Um, they, they go to church, sure. Maybe they even go to youth group stuff. Um, but why are they doing that? Well, because that's just what their family does, right? They're, they're, they're kind of have to. They don't really have their own faith. I think that's something that you have to look for in a girl is, is she spiritually minded in and of herself? Right. Not She doesn't just give you all the answers that she thinks that you're supposed to hear. She or doesn't that her just, parents told her. Exactly. Yeah. She doesn't just spout off everything that her parents say. Does she have her own faith? Right. Um, I'll ask you, Joe, what do you think are the hallmarks of that? Like, what does it look like for somebody, specifically, I guess, a girl, to kind of have her own faith versus this literally just live in her own, her parents' faith? I think prayer life is a big one, yeah, honestly, sure. because prayer life is something that nobody makes you do. Your parents can't, I mean, I guess they could force that, but not really. Like, they can force you to read your Bible. They can force Bible knowledge on you. There's a lot of things like that. Like, you can answer really difficult questions, but you just did Bible while growing up, but you're not actually spiritual. What's your prayer life like? To that's me, good. that's yeah. a walk with God of like, okay, she gets on her knees and is willing to pray for other people. She's been praying about the relationship. She has somewhat of this relationship with God that is beyond what anybody else has thrown on her. So that'd be the first one. I don't know if you have no. I, th- I think that's, I, no, I think that's good. Um, yeah, it's one of those. I think you can tell. I really do. No, yeah. I don't think you have to dig super deep to see because you also see it with the way that she worships. Oh yeah, does she sing out? You know, is she paying attention to the lesson? Um, you can really pick up on it in conversation, right? Is she talking just about worldly things? Is right. she talking just about Netflix shows and da 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 da? Yeah, no depth. Um, well, let me also say this though, as we're talking about it, you can also be the other side where there's a girl that has like no personality, but she's ultra spiritual right, and always, right. <laughs> you know, she does everything right and and everything by the book, but like there's no personality there. And we're not saying that's good either. That's why the rest of this list exists. But the reason we start with this. Why is spirituality so important? You go, well, it's a godly young man podcast. Duh. Go ahead and skip past this one. <laughs> There's so much more to this specific one of if she's not spiritually minded, you're dooming your kids. I was going to say, this is the woman who's raising your kids. She's yeah. raising your kids. And while you're out there slaying the dragons, while you're out there working, and if she's home with the kids, whatever it may be, whatever the situation may be, this woman's going to spend a significant amount of time with your offspring, with your kids. Are you willing to have them grow up without a actual deep faith because it weakens? Right. If she doesn't have her own foundation and she's built on her parents' foundation and they're just built on that one, like it weakens. It crumbles toward the top. Everybody needs their own foundation. And if she doesn't have that, she can't pass on what she yeah. doesn't have. And you could be dooming your kids to hell. I will say, that, and this is one of those things that if you're 18, 19, 20, or even older, this is going to be a little bit easier to de- decipher than if you're Luke's age, if you're 15. Because there's a lot of 15-year-old girls right. that are super immature. Give them three years, they might be right. very mature. Right. And so you, if you're on the younger end, I would say be careful. I, I do think there are things that you can observe. There are things that you can see. Um, and one of the, I'm going to go ahead and move us into the next yeah, thing because it. this kind of ties into it. Luke, I'm actually going to go ahead and give you a few minutes to think about it. I'm going to prep you with the question of like, what have you seen about this next one? The idea of a girl who doesn't flaunt herself. Mm. Goodness gracious, you see this a lot with really, really worldly Christian girls. Um, their social media, their Instagram is a flaunt themselves page, right? Yep. Um, I think it's important to look for a girl who is maybe not the biggest selfie person. Maybe not the biggest, let me you know post the most gorgeous filtered photos of herself on vacation type of, you know, obviously for instance, so Joe talked about the immodest dress thing. Um, we actually don't have on the list has to dress modestly. And the reason is because obviously we believe modesty is important, but the girl can grow into that. Um, you know, she doesn't have to have everything nailed down when you first start talking to her. However, if you're looking at a girl that, you know, has nothing but bikini pictures on Instagram, 
that's probably not great. That's somebody who who's flaunting themselves. Um, and so I don't know what you have to add to that. What have you seen with that, Luke? Because I think this is something girls are trained to do by the world. Girls are trained to, hey, put yourself out there. Let the guys like your photo. Um, you know, be, be something that the other guys can look at. Again, Luke's not on Instagram. He's not on Facebook. So that's really not something he deals with. But I don't know. Have you seen anything like this? And, and what are your thoughts on it? Um, yeah, so you'll see these, like, groups of girls, you know. Um, they kind of travel in packs. but <laughs> <laughs> They travel in packs. You'll, you'll see the group of girls, and they're, they're like, they're right beside the guys. They're laughing so hard. You're trying to get the guys' attention. And then you see that one girl that's kind of off to the side, you know, kind of doing their own thing. Not very, like, not very loud. Kind of, again, that quiet and not gentle Not boisterous, spirit. yeah. Right, that's, that's a really big one for me because you can just observe that. Even at, in church, Sunday morning, Sunday night, you can just watch yeah. and observe in body language and stuff like that. That's a really big one for me. One thing that I've seen, and then Joe, I'm going to let you get us into the next one. I think that's a good point. One of the things that I've seen that's like a hallmark of this is girls are wearing makeup a whole lot younger now. Yeah. You get 13 oh, year yeah. olds that are there. And I think that's part, that's that's evidence of this. And that's I'm not trying to denigrate young girls putting on right. makeup. Um, that's, that's a parent's decision, of course. But you see that with like the 14 year olds that are going out trying to look like Kendall Jenner, you know, versus oh, yeah. the ones that are not flaunting themselves quite as much. Um, so I don't know if you have anything else you want to add to that before, but then you can get us. Yeah. After and that. the only thing that I would say to the flaunting, there's a flip side to this and this is going to sound mean. I don't think you, and, and your parents may say this. I, I know where you're going to go with I this. I don't think you have to necessarily go after the girl that wears gunny sacks all the time. <laughs> Be a prude. Be a prude. You yes, know, this is true. You want someone who is feminine, someone who knows how to look good presents while themselves modest, well. presents yeah. themselves well. The the Mennonite dress. I'm not saying don't marry that one. Maybe she's got a great spirit and maybe that's... I think but that's what he's saying. That's what he's I saying. think there's, there's an aspect of like, she knows how to carry herself, yeah. right? And so no, she's not flaunting it, but she's also not to the like prude, basically I'm not a sexual being, you know. Yes. You can wear modest clothes, a, a nice blouse, a nice skirt, whatever it is. It's not tight. It's not super low, whatever it may be, yeah. right? Like, but you do dress femininely. And I think that's important for a guy to notice in a girl is like, she knows who she is. She knows what she's about. She doesn't have to flaunt it, but it's not just the wearing the gunny sacks all the that's time. That's a real... And, and, I don't know. So I don't want to be a jerk about it. No, but. that's a very important distinction. Because again, we're not trying to deny the reality of guys right. are visual. You know, if a girl's right. not presenting herself well... And like you said, you know, kind of doing the Mennonite thing, that's 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 not exactly where you're going to be drawn to. Right. So I think that's an important distinction. Yeah, and sure. it doesn't mean you're not going to go necessarily marry Mennonite, but just, you know, I'm saying it's not wrong to, to see those things and to appreciate yep. because it does have other, other implications, which we'll get into. But the next one I would say is good self-esteem. And this goes along with the flaunting yourself because if a girl has positive sense of self, a good self-esteem... Why would I need to flaunt myself? Yep. I don't need to chase after every single guy and get all of them to think that I'm hot. She knows who she is. Yep. She has a very strong sense of self. Most of the time, and I'll tell you this, look for a girl who has a good relationship with her dad. Yeah, that's, that's Almost big, yeah. every time, the girl who has a good relationship with her dad will have a great relationship with her husband because she knows what it looks like. If she's got this really tumultuous rela relationship with her dad, they're on horrible terms, they don't talk, she hates her dad to death, guess who's going to take the, the male role in, your, yeah. in her life? <laughs> So you're going to come in. You're going to be your knight in shining armor, saving her from... Dad, the, dads are huge for daughter's self-esteem, Correct. Too, yeah. So you're going to save her from her dad, and then you're going to become her dad, and she's going to resent you for it. So positive sense of self, I think good self-esteem. Um, she knows who she is. She's okay with herself, uh, and that goes along with that one. It also goes along with the next one. Yeah, which, let's that. go ahead and get into that. And I, Honestly, I think we should have started with this one. Yeah, maybe. She needs to have a moldable heart. 
She needs to have a, a tender heart that when you talk to her about, hey, I, I really think your, your shorts you're wearing are, are a little short. They're not the most modest. Um, hey, I really, you know, whatever. I don't want to give a dozen analogies here or a dozen examples here, but she needs to have that moldable heart. And this is something we all need to have. Right. The idea that when somebody comes to you and, you know, maybe you've always done things a certain way and then somebody says, that's probably not the best way to do it. Let's do it this way. You don't, you know, get all defensive and, and right. buck up and be like, who are you to tell me? Da, 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 da. No, you have that moldable heart. I think this one is, I don't want to say this is more important than the spiritually minded, right. but even let's say you have a girl that you're interested in that maybe she is not super spiritually minded, maybe a little bit worldly. If she has this moldable heart, guess what she can grow into? That's exactly a spiritually minded exactly girl. Right. And so in a way, this is the most important one for guys like Luke and other people his age to look for is a girl that has a moldable heart. Not a girl like you like you pointed out a second ago, there's a distinction between not a girl who just goes whichever way the wind blows right. and somebody tells her something she believes it and somebody else tells her something different she believes that. But a girl who has a heart that's willing to adapt and change. Does that make sense? Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm going to tee you off here in a second um, concerning this next one after submissiveness. But the next one would be <laughs> nice. would be submissiveness. Um, I don't want to put this one on you because this one's really difficult. Let this, the married guys answer That's this right. One. <laughs> we'll let the married guys go for it because, yeah, get you in a world of hurt. And every girl that watches is like, excuse me. <laughs> Who I'm does not, this guy think yeah, he is? I'm, I'm not marrying Luke. Um, <laughs> but submissiveness is key. As, yeah. as we're working through this list, the spiritually minded, not flaunting herself, and good self-esteem, moldable heart, I agree with you. We're going to come back around to that on our last point yeah. of the moldable heart. But the submissiveness being the fifth one, I think, is so key. And the reason why everybody wants a girl boss, everybody wants a girl that can speak her mind. I want to know that you can speak your mind and you you can hold it back as well. Yep. And the reason why that's important is it's the same thing as a guy. We talk about it from the flip side of like we made the joke before of a guy who boasts about going the speed limit when he's in a Prius. Of course no, you're going to go Of course you're going the speed limit. I mean, it's a Prius. <laughs> if you are a Ferrari going the speed limit, I know you got it under the hood, right? I know yeah. you got the power to blow everybody's doors off, and you don't. That is that is power under control. And that's something that, once again, not to shout him out again, but Jordan Peterson talks a lot. We want dangerous men. I would say submissiveness works very much the same way. You do have a woman who could go out and could clean house, man. She could do whatever it yep. takes to just get her way. She goes, you know what? I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I know that running over my husband is is wrong. I know that just getting my way in every single way and making everybody's life um, horrible in the process, I know that's not right. And so though I could, I choose not to. To me, that's submissiveness. Yeah, because she's not going to agree with you on everything. Sure. You're going to have times where you're going to disagree on things, and you have to have a wife that understands in the marriage role, the husband is the head. And obviously that's a whole other topic that we don't need to get into but she needs to understand that and, or, and even if she doesn't at 15 again multiple heart goes with all of these right. like she'll she'll get there from a hierarchy perspective there will always be somebody in a relationship this is every relationship yeah. that is is above yes every relationship every husband and wife that's egalitarian that tries to claim they're equal it's not true it does it's not true because the buck has to stop with someone god gave you that role the buck to stop with you is your wife willing to submit to that you want a girl who's willing to look at it and go yeah, I'll submit. Even though I know I disagree with it, I'll speak my mind to you and let you know where I stand, but I'm willing to submit to that. Guys, we got to go speed against yes, all we do. these last we few. We do. But I do want to ask Luke if you want to swing your mic to, right. toward Luke here because um, this is one that – so good with kids is what we're going to talk about here. Mm -hmm. um, you hear a lot of girls, right, like, I don't really like kids. I'm not, I'm not a big kid person. I don't really, I don't really like babies. Um Luke, what are your thoughts on why is this one important, yeah, I guess? Yeah, that's the question I was gonna ask. Why why is this one on our list? Why is this one important? Yeah, so uh, so a big part of that is um this idea that 
they don't want to have kids. And sometimes the main reason of that is because they're so self-centered. They want to do what they want to do. And, and sure. kids kind of just take their time. and They're inconvenient, it, right? Right. They're very inconvenient. And kids, tell you what, they, they'll know more than me, obviously, because they have kids. But they take a lot of time. They take a lot <laughs> of your time. And I think that's a big thing because you see on Instagram all this travel life and all these girls. Yeah. It goes back to that social media um, standard that they want to just go travel the world, do what they want to do. And that's really hard when you have kids. That's My wife is not posting a lot of Ita- Italy, exactly. Italian Riviera exactly. pictures right now because she's being a mom. I, I think that's really good um, about, yeah, girls. And I think guys can do this too. Like, I don't want to have kids. Why? Because you want to live how you want. You want to work 80 hours a week. You want to be on the golf course more. You want to da 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 Being good with kids is important. Joe, comment on that if you want, and then I'll let you get us into the next one. Well, I think you mentioned it's just nail on the head with the idea of the Instagram life. Yeah. Kids yeah. don't allow for that. And you and I are understanding this more and more. As we have more <laughs> kids, it's like, wow, the life of going to travel to Europe. But I'll tell you this, those even, girls I'm aren't sorry, fulfilled. real quick. Even the life of like, I don't get to stay up as late as I want. Yeah, because, exactly. Or I don't get to do what I want to do at night because I've got kids. That's a really big factor. I don't get to go see movies that come out. Yeah. Because I'm not going to go without my wife. And my wife, we have three kids. Like, it's just not going to happen. Um, You're not taking them to see Oppenheimer or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go at, uh, at midnight, so therefore I don't disrupt anybody or something. I don't know. But... No, I mean, you don't get to live that life, and those women aren't fulfilled. No matter how much they make you think they're fulfilled and what a fun life, they're not fulfilled because, as we know from God, women are preserved through the bearing of children. Next point, though, once again, kids one might get us in trouble, the submissive one. This is another one that is not popular, but I honestly, I think this is more than just, oh, that's a preference. Uh, No, I think she needs to be, she needs to care about her cooking. She needs to care about That's her That's a good one, yeah. And the reason why I say this is because, once again, it's a heart issue. You you touch on this, Luke. Like, the idea with the kids, it goes to show her selfishness. I feel like a woman who just slaps anything on the table or like, oh, I don't really have to cook. Are you going to eat out all the time? You're just going to eat Taco Bell? That's insanely unhealthy. <laughs> um, we did this at the beginning of our marriage, and my wife is a fantastic cook, one of the best cooks I know. But we ate out all the time, and it was really stupid. From a money perspective, it's not good, but, but second... Does she care enough to put time and effort? And combine in that it? with the next ones you've got on here because those those pair so yes, well together. Yes, and the other one would be works to be good at taking care of a household. We're talking laundry. We're talking cleaning. We're talking things that if you're going to have a stay-at-home wife, which I would strongly suggest, I think that's the God-given role, um, does she care yeah. about those things? Because ultimately, it's not does she care about the laundry. Does she care about you? Yep. That's what's being conveyed here is does she care about the family? Does she put the family's needs above her own? She could stay on on the you know on the TV and watch uh, Desperate Housewives or whatever, watch whatever her show is for six hours while you're gone, and you come home and it's like the house Got fish looks, sticks for dinner. That's exactly right. <laughs> fish sticks for dinner, or oh, I made this casserole for the ninth time in a row, where <laughs> all you do is dump some things into a into a casserole dish or into you know a crock pot and throw it together. That's not life, man. That's yeah. not somebody who's really caring about you caring about the, the family and a woman who doesn't understand her role and goes, oh, that's just, you know, yeah, domestic housewife. Well, it's like, it's trads, like, it's I like trendy now to not be good at cooking, right? which is so strange. Like, oh, I, you know, I don't do that. It's, it's like cool for girls to not do that. And yeah, we sound old fashioned. I get it, but it is so it's important. It, it really it's a heart is. issue. That's really what I come back yeah. to. It's a heart issue. Does she care about you enough to put a little effort into the meal? It shows she's lazy uh, to be honest. And I don't, I don't want to cast aspersions on every person who doesn't cook, but Laziness, I think, plays big in it. Right. Let's move on, though, because we're running out of time. Um, I think it's important to find a girl that not just is willing to work on the household and take care of the household, but takes care of herself. Yeah. You kind of got into this earlier with, like, 
uh, the whole Mennonite thing that we talked about. You need to find a girl that presents herself well, that, that is such a fine line here. You don't yeah. want a girl who's vain. You don't want a girl who only cares about her appearance, but she needs to care to some extent. We yeah. talked about this with our guy episode about caring about your appearance, about how that can be taken way too far. You can spend way too much time in front of the mirror if you're a guy. Um, but it does matter to make sure you look presentable. Your outfits match and your hair's brushed right. and stuff. Exact same thing for girls because, again, we're not, visual matters. For guys, it just does. Neurologically, scientifically, it matters the way that you know, got the way guys look at girls. It matters, and so go ahead. The sweats, t-shirt, messy bun, and and no makeup, nonstop for, for yeah. a month straight gets really, really old. And you go, oh, it doesn't matter to me. I love you all the same. Of course, you love her all the same. It'll I'm not old. shallow yeah. enough, but it gets old. And it's one of those that once again, do you care to look presentable to your husband? And if she doesn't, it's all these hard things. And so well, you may look at this and go, man, these are really these are petty. They're not petty because they tell a deeper story. And this is we talked about this again, the same episode I think about caring about your appearance. The guys that are the people that stop trying after they get married. Yeah. You're you're the girl that you're dating, the girl that you're, you know, um, you know, interested in and want to have a relationship with, she's not wearing the sweats and bun nonstop before you get married. That's exactly so why it. does she start That's after? Exactly it. It, it, yep. it illustrates this, okay, I got you, I got the ring, I'm gonna relax yeah. now. Don't have to do That's anything. Right. That's just for the guy too, if the guy does that, it's hard. We talked about kind of gaining sixty pounds oh, yeah. and just playing video games. And he never buys her flowers never anymore. Buys her, never like, that's her not date. good. Yeah. That's not healthy. And so I would encourage you, as my younger brother, anybody who's watching, look for somebody who is going to continue to try after yeah. they get married. Doesn't mean that they have to be in heels every single day when you come home and you know in a very nice dress or whatever. But they take care of themselves and they present themselves well. Get us into the next one. Yeah, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you get us into the last uh, two call. here. All right, so. Good sense of humor is the next one that we have on here, and that's definitely a big one for me. I don't want to speak for y'all, but I assume that's pretty. That's pretty good. Well, one. I tell Rachel she's the second funniest person that I know, which I, I'm the first. I'm first no, right? I'm the first. Yeah, of exactly. I mean, of course. See, so there's there's a big appeal for guys when they see a girl got a really really good sense of humor. Um, I try my best. Will may disagree. I think I'm pretty funny. I think I'm. You know, Luke's pretty funny. I, I gotta say, <laughs> he's 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 pretty funny. No, I'm just kidding. But um, he's not kidding. He's definitely no. not kidding. He thinks he's he thinks he's funny. No, um, no, no, no. But um, he has his moments. <laughs> I have my moments. That's 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 a good way of putting it. But it's really, really, really um appealing for a guy to see a girl that has a really, really good sense makes, of humor. Makes life fun. That's, makes that's all life I would very say fun. That. that goes back to the to the having fun with your wife. It's really fun. Yeah, I'll bring up this last one and you can comment on if you want and then you can swing it back to Joe. Good conversationalist. Uh, it's important to be able – I mean, if the extent of your conversations with your wife are, hey, what would you think of that show? Hey, weather's been really great. Hey, how are the kids today? Hey, what's for dinner? If that's as deep as your conversations go, that's not great. Um, there's a lot of people that struggle with conversation. There's a lot of people that don't know how to have deep conversation or really even to think past surface level. And so that's important to diagnose as well. Again, girls can get there if they're not there yet. So if you know, don't shut it off immediately. But yeah, if every time you're talking to her, it's it's shallow TV shows, music stuff, not great. Well, let me ask you this, Luke. How many girls do you know around your age? Again, you're getting closer to that point. Oh, thank you. Um, how many girls do you know that are good conversationalists? Quite a few. Do you? I'd say quite a few, yeah. Don't name names. I'm not, hey, I'm not naming any names. There's <laughs> nothing, right, wink, wink, yeah. There is nothing worse. I'm sorry, this may sound rude. There's nothing worse than having a conversation with a person that is just not good at conversations. You're it's not just wrong. it drags along. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're, you're, 
uh, I think Joe mentioned this in a in another podcast, but they were like talking about this dream they had. And it's like no one really cares. <laughs> like I'm sorry, that may sound rude, but like I'm flattered you listened to the other ones, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for the shout out. <laughs> you remember what you said? That's I know. Good. I'm I'm impressed. Thanks. <laughs> he's my he's my new favorite. It's Harris. it's, it's yeah. go ahead go ahead. I thought it was so funny. I don't know why. I just thought like that dream. I was like I yeah I get that a lot. People talking about the dream. Luke's talking to people like that. It is true. Like a lot of guys can just do, of course, yeah. like. Just know, have the self-awareness to know, okay, they're not really interested or, hey, let's talk about something else. Let's move the conversation along. It's important in marriage because you're going to be with them for 50, 60 years, hopefully. Again, we, we as we wrap this episode, we want to remind you, don't treat this like, a, oh, you're out. You don't meet XYZ right. criteria. Have a nice day um, because you might end up single at 45. Like, it's just you have to be very careful with this. But we believe every single thing that we've laid out is what, some of what godly young men, some things that they yeah. should look for, things that they should strive for, chase in, in girls. Don't go with what the world says. That's don't right. think just because she's smoking hot, cool, that's all I need. You know, don't think that because she likes to party, we didn't get to that one, like, yeah. oh, she's a party girl. She likes to have fun. That's what the world loves. Shouldn't be what God, you know, so many things that the world can try to tell you that's just, yeah. don't go for that. This is a decision you're going to make once, Lord willing. Yeah. Right, for life, get this one right. Do your homework. Pay attention to what actually matters. And there's a lot of things that do matter. Ultimately, my dad used to say, is she kind? It was a big one for him. Is she kind? That's good. You yeah. know, and if she treats people kindly, kids and other people and compassion, those that sure. and compassion, those that can't do anything for her, is she kind? I mean, everybody has their own non-negotiables. Everybody has their own thing. So what are yours? Yep. That's what I'm going to throw out is, is the question is, let us know. What are your non-negotiables? What are things that you find to be this has, I have to find this in a wife, right? This is the big thing. Um, we could be off. You may disagree with some of these things, but I really feel like for us, we're not just saying this subjectively. Yes, some of these you could say are subjective, but I think underneath all of these things is is the heart, right? Moldable heart. Yeah. Is she moldable? Is she kind? Is she somebody that's really seeking God's help um, and, and guidance in her life? And so with that, fellas, I don't know if there's anything Want to shout out Luke once yeah. again. Thank you for joining and us. And happy birthday again. Special yeah. edition. Happy birthday to Luke. Um, I'm sure we'll have him on again. This has been really right. fun. I've enjoyed it a ton. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to wrap right there. We'll be back next week talking about how to pick good friends to kind of wrap up our how to pick stuff uh, arc of episodes. But thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Godly Young Men podcast. Thanks for watching.